Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Cosmos, Cosmos Space-Time Odyssey, and Cosmos Possible Worlds. Cosmos Possible Worlds, Episode 7, titled The Search for Intelligent Life on Earth. Uh, Yet another very, very good episode that, once again, much like Vavilov, does a... It takes a very different approach to the core concept of this show, the core ethos of this show, which is taking the science of the past and present and using it to informedly speculate on the future. Takes a very different approach to that, in which Neil deGrasse Tyson basically makes the case, Hey, you excited for Alien First Contact? Well, hold on a second. Because we can't even hope to have a successful Alien First Contact if we... Don't, in any way, feel any kinship to life, even on our own planet, uh, all of which has evolved from a common ancestor. Like, as long as we view ourselves in this walled-off species way, we cannot hope to have an alien first contact story that goes in any way well. We need to completely destroy these assumptions that humanity is somehow disconnected from animals and plants and all that. And he makes that case so eloquently, so detailed, and in such a compelling and impactful way. It is very well done. It is really, really phenomenal. Despite my (laughs) personal reservations, my personal baggage that's coming into this episode, which I'll get into in a minute. But before we get to that, let's just take a moment to talk about the frickin' Mycelium Network, which is awesome! (laughs) Which is so cool. Like, this underground electrochemical communications network that basically binds, like, 90% of the world's plant life together. 
Uh, it comes from mushrooms, basically draws off of that. Uh, mushrooms are essentially their reproductive organs. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, at one point, unironically says the words, This is mushroom sex. Uh, <laughs> unironically. Unironically says that, and it's great. Uh, but it's really, really cool. It's utterly fascinating to just dive into the mycelium network and see sort of the things it's able to accomplish. Uh, at one point, you see, like, a, a tree that gets knocked down. The other trees in the area uh, sort of through the mycelium network pump into it life-saving sustenance so that the stump can be kept alive for decades, even centuries, on this, like, essentially IV drip, as Neil deGrasse Tyson says it, uh, and all these other different stuff that's just, like, really, really, really freaking cool and really freaking awesome. Also, was anyone else thinking of, uh, Star Trek Discovery when Neil deGrasse Tyson went into the Mycelium Network? <laughs> was anyone else thinking of that? <laughs> because I sure as hell was. I sure as hell was. But we get the mycelium stuff. That's awesome. And then, oh boy, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson spends the majority of this episode on the demon spawn of nature. Bees! I, for those of you who don't know, I am terrified of bees. I am absolutely 100% terrified of bees. I hate them so much. I'm convinced they're plotting my death. Me specifically, right now, in their little hives. Like, I, I hate them. I hate them so much. They're so terrifying. They're so terrifying. They're the worst. Uh, so, he does this long-ass segment on how they evolved, uh, how we figured out uh, their communication patterns. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson frames this as a first contact story, which, no! No! And, like, he, he goes into their, like, symbolic language that they, uh, that we've discovered they use, of, like, the little dances they do and their movements that are very specifically, uh, shown to give, like, exactly what locations things are at based on math and astronomy. Bees can do math! Bees can do math! Neil deGrasse Tyson says bees can do math as if it's, like, this really cool, oh my god, look at how great they are, look at how smart they are, look at how well evolved they are, oh my god, bees are so cool, aren't they? And meanwhile, I'm just watching a horror movie, I'm just like, oh god. But I had that moment of, and every, like, creature feature ever of just, like, Oh, God. Takes off glasses. The bees can do math. Like, just, that is how I feel. I, I, I am watching in terror as Neil deGrasse Tyson is trying to be inspiring to be like, look at how much the bees uh, resemble the greatest ideals of humanity. Look at this. Look at their democratic society. Look at how they uh, courageously go off into the world in a swarm of 10,000 of them. This is not... Ugh. 
Neil deGrasse Tyson is talking as if I'm watching some inspiring feel-good piece, and meanwhile, I'm just watching a horror movie. Like, I, I might as well be watching a slasher. Like, just, I'm, I'm, like, every moment, I'm, I'm, like, sitting in fear, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I'm not gonna sleep tonight watching these damn bees, like... It's so terrifying. It's so terrifying. I hate bees. I hate them so much. And Neil deGrasse Tyson used them as the core of his let's feel kinship with all of humanity. I mean, like, look, not counting this against the show. This is clearly a me thing. Like, not everyone in humanity is terrified of bees. I'm probably in the minority, but just like... Neil deGrasse Tyson made a horror movie and thinks it's an inspiring feel-good piece. Like, just, ah, I hate it. I don't want to know that bees can do math. I don't want to know that they have a language. I don't want to know any of this. It makes them more terrifying. It makes me more afraid of the bees. God, I'm just going to lock myself in my apartment and never leave. Uh, oh, but what if a bee shows up? Damn it! Oh, nope, 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 nope. Peace out, universe. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. I don't want the peas. Uh. Anyway, so that happens. Uh. <laughs> and then we get into this big finale. Neil deGrasse Tyson's kind of wrapping this up. He does. He, he spends, I think, a little bit too much time on Darwin. To be perfectly honest. Like, I get that he's hitting upon it from a new light of, like, look at how much his work built up a compassion for other living things. And look at how much he was devoted to the living creatures of Earth. I get that. I get that that's what he was going for. But at the same time, there were moments of his big Darwin monologue where it was just like, yeah, we've already done multiple segments on Darwin. Move on. Like, I don't know. Some of it felt like a retread. But whatever. It's fine. Also, Tardigrade's hug. <laughs> we see Tardigrade's hug, and it's the most pure thing on the planet. Uh, and Tyson develops this wonderful, wonderful case that we just should, we share more in common with other forms of life on this planet than we don't. Uh, we should feel more kinship with the other uh, life forms on this planet. And that's the only way in which we can properly prepare ourselves for an alien first contact situation. It's it's a really well done episode. It just happens to focus on the thing I'm scared of the most. <laughs> it was very unfortunate. It was very, very unfortunate. Anyway, that's an episode. I don't... Now, I can never unhear the fact that bees do math. I can never unhear that. I'm not sleeping for a week. I'm 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 just not. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined, do send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow, we will be discussing Cosmos Possible Worlds, Episode 8. Talk to you then.